What is up, everybody? You are listening to the Early Risers podcast. I'm your host, Skylar Deem, and I am an early riser. Now, if you're a first-time listener on the show, welcome. To be an early riser, you don't have to wake up at a certain time, right? You don't have to be up by 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. For my qualifications, to be an early riser, you have to wake up earlier than you have to to get in some form of uninterrupted personal development in the morning. So if you have to wake up at 9 a.m. to get to work on time and you wake up at 8.30 and for those 30 minutes you spend time devoted to yourself, you journal, you meditate, maybe you move a little bit, you are an early riser. But if you wake up at 4 a.m. and you spend that time alone on your phone and laying in bed and doing nothing, you're not really an early riser, right? You're not pushing yourself to get better than you were yesterday. So it's not only about when you wake up comparative to when you have to, But it's also about how you actually use that time. Do you use it to push yourself to be better, to start creating the life that you want, to start stepping more into who you have the potential to be? And if you do that, you are an early riser. Now, before we start the show, I wanted to take a second and just express my extreme, extreme gratitude. Honestly, this has been an amazing past week. I've figured out so much more about what I really plan on doing with early risers, not only the podcast, but You know, I want to step more into the speaking game. I want to do more coaching and I kind of figured out what niche I want to start off there. And and although I'd love to work with everyone and I have no problem working with everyone when it comes to coaching, I do want to start working more with entrepreneurs and high performers because I think it's the people who really want to level up their life in their work life and even their personal life that are the ones that I can work best with. You know, I want to work with people who are motivated. I want to work with people who aren't happy or satisfied with where they are. So that's something new for me, and basically when I made that decision this week, since that point, I've been getting an overwhelming amount of love, I've been getting an overwhelming amount of people reaching out and saying they love the podcast, they love my Instagram page, and it's been an insane, insane week, and I'm just so, so grateful for that. So if you are a longtime listener, or even if this is your first episode, I'd like to welcome you, and I'd like to thank you. I'd like to thank you for allowing me to do this, I'd like to thank you for really taking the time to listen to me talk and to listen to these podcast episodes. And if you love them, and if you haven't already, make sure you head over to iTunes, leave us a five-star rating and leave a review. I would love to hear what you have to say or see what you have to say, and that would help our ranking as well. So I would greatly appreciate that. Now, in general, when we think about our day-to-day lives, a lot of us can struggle with motivation. A lot of us struggle to either approach the thing that is difficult to do it, Maybe we're in a difficult situation and we struggle pushing through, or maybe we just struggle balancing doing the hard thing versus doing the easy thing. And when it comes down to making the choice to do these things or to push through these things, a lot of us often settle on this topic of motivation. You know, we need this motivation to keep ourselves going. And I think that although motivation isn't something that is useful in the long term, you know, you need to build momentum, you need to build habits, you need to build all these other factors. I do think that when you start off, motivation is extremely, extremely crucial. So how do you stay motivated? You know, how do you stay motivated in these moments where you're tired or you're, you don't have that vision or maybe you just don't feel like doing things? So in today's episode, I wanted to actually break down the four things that Navy SEALs use to stay motivated. And for those of you who know Navy SEALs, you know they are one of the most hardworking people out there. You know that their training is one of the most intense forms of training out there. If you don't know the Navy SEALs, look a little bit into it. There's a ton of documentaries, a ton of TV shows, 
And basically their training is known as one of the most difficult trainings in the world. And even through recruiting and bringing in the best physical specimens, the most mentally strong people, not many people actually make it through the training. So what better way to build motivation and to create motivation than to take it from the hardest working people in the world, the people who have to go through this training that is just extremely, extremely difficult. You know, for SEALs, motivation is one of the most necessary things when they're going through training because it is regarded as one of the most difficult things on earth. So just for the people who may not know, to give you a quick background of what SEAL training is like, so the first training that SEALs go through is a six-week sorting out process. And basically this process is used to take in all the candidates and then sort out and eliminate anyone who's not really cut out for SEALs. And basically what this training is, it's six weeks, and then the last week is something called Hell Week. And during Hell Week, SEALs get approximately four hours of sleep during a 60-hour period of time, and most of their time is spent being cold and wet. Now, I can't even imagine getting four hours of sleep over like a 48-hour period, but to not sleep for more than four hours during a 60-hour period is insane. And not only that, but during the period where they're awake, they're just in this physical torture. They are cold, they are wet, they are exercising all the time, and they have to stay mentally strong. So what the Navy actually used to do when they were selecting SEALs was they selected people who A, had extremely high IQs, and B, were in great physical shape. But when they went through this process, the Navy actually noticed that in those six weeks, 76% of the people who had been carefully selected dropped out of the program. So 76%, so over three-fourths of the people that had been carefully handpicked to be one of the highest physical and mental specimens, they dropped out. They couldn't make it through. So in order to combat this issue, because they really didn't want this happening, right? They wanted to pick people and they wanted these people to be able to make through this training. Instead of making the training easier, which would weaken all of the candidates, they actually wanted to bring in someone else. They wanted to bring in a master psychologist for the Navy SEALs. So what they did was they went out and they hired this guy named Eric Potterat. And Eric Potterat was a psychologist who became the command master psychologist for the U.S. Navy SEALs. So basically they took Eric and they told him to review the mental toughness training in the Navy SEALs and to find out what the Navy could do to increase the abilities of these candidates so they could force themselves to do things that was physically possible, yet usually resulted in these candidates quitting. So what Potterat did was he developed four habits and he trained these candidates in these habits intensively. And after he trained these candidates over a period of time and he made sure that these four habits became actual habits in their lives, graduation from candidates increased by 50%. So these four habits are pretty powerful. You know, these four habits aren't just saying, hey, push through, hey, be positive. But these are four habits that you can actually develop through constant work and effort. That will allow you to push through moments where you aren't motivated, where you don't feel like being disciplined, where something hard is coming up and you don't know if you can take it. So what I want to do in this episode is I want to break down these four things that you can do to stay more motivated. And it's the four things that Navy SEALs use to stay motivated. Now, before we get into the show, I do want to share my current obsession for the week. So this week, I'm actually currently obsessed with something that has really, really changed the game when it came to my motivation levels throughout the week. I kind of wanted to keep it relevant, but it's also true because it's something that has worked for me this past week. And I've only been doing it for a week, but I've noticed insane, insane changes in the momentum that I've built. So basically what this is, is when I wake up, after I wake up, I go through my morning routine. 
And then after I go through my morning routine, I'm ready to start my day. Now, usually when I started my day, I would kind of handpick the things that I was doing throughout the day the night before, and I would just go through those things. I would have five key things that I had to get done for the day. I would pick whatever worked best for the moment, and I would start. But what I've done this week and what has really made a difference in my motivation levels is taking the thing that is most important in moving me forward and doing that first during the day. So whereas before I would have picked five things and then one of those things would be most important and I would just do it at a random point throughout the day, I'm now starting my day with the thing that's most important. And this has drastically improved my motivation, my momentum, and honestly I feel super, super good this week about everything I've been doing. So if you are an entrepreneur or you pick what things you do throughout the day, try throwing this into your daily schedule. See how it changes. You know, Don't just start with your morning routine and then let the day kind of carry you about. But intentionally start with doing the best and most important thing for moving your life forward at that very start of the day after your morning routine. So with that being said, let us get into the four things that Navy SEALs use to stay motivated. Habit number one is to focus on right now. Now that may sound simple, but let me elaborate. Basically what this requires is a type of short-term goal setting. So when you are trying to combat stress, when you're going through something difficult, it's best for you to, instead of just look at the big picture, you want to now narrow your focus and you want to narrow it down to the immediate future. So for example, when Navy SEALs are going through training and they're getting to the end of their 20 mile run, they don't think about anything after that, right? They don't think about their next meal. They don't think about inspection that's coming up. They don't think about their bed. They think about the exact moment in the nap. So they think about this run, what they have to do to get through this run, and that is it. They don't think about where they have to go after. They don't think about what else they have to do. They're focusing on getting through the single moment. So even if they have you know, this hell week where they're going through thing after thing after thing after thing that is just physically and mentally torturing and taxing them, if they focus on the one thing they're doing right now, that gives them motivation to push through and to follow through and to finish. Right, Because if they start thinking of what else they have to do after, that's going to overwhelm them. That's going to stress them out, and that's going to be a total motivation killer. So if you can implement this into your life, if you have a day of just stressful events, or if you have a ton of things that aren't really exciting for you, if you focus on the now and the one thing that you're doing in this moment, you're going to get through. You're going to be more excited, and you're going to have a less amount of stress actually bringing you down. Now, that's really nice to say, you know, it's nice to say, hey, focus on right now. And it is something you can train your mind to do. It may be a little difficult, but it is. But I would say as a tip to really improve the chances of your ability to do this, you start meditating. Because meditating trains your brain to stay in the moment. Because when you are sitting down and you're concentrating on your breathing, you're going to have thoughts that come up about, oh, I have to do this. Oh, I have to text my friend. Oh, I have to get this work done. But then when you're meditating, you make a conscious effort to bring your mind back to the present moment. And that's like a muscle, right? You do that over and over and over again, your brain is going to get used to doing that. So when you're meditating, you're getting better at being more mindful and you're getting better at living in the present. So number one, focus on right now. And if you really, really want to improve that in your life, meditation is a habit that you should think about picking up. Number two, the second thing that Navy SEALs do to stay motivated is imagine how good it will feel. Now, this one is all about focusing on past successes. So taking the time to think back to how good it felt when you overcame that thing before. Or even when you overcame something different that still feels somewhat similar. 
And basically you take that feeling and you focus on that feeling. So if you're going on a 20 mile run, think back to a time where you did a 10 mile run and it was super, super difficult. But when you were finished, you felt amazing. If you are sitting down and you're going through one of the most stressful business meetings of your life, think about a really stressful business meeting in the past that you came out the other end and things were good. Think about that feeling at the end and that feeling is going to drag you to it, right? You're not going to have to pull yourself there because if you really understand the feeling and you can really bring yourself to that moment, then it will just drag you. You're going to be excited to get to that moment. Now, this one, again, is more difficult because when you're going through these tough times, you have all these different emotions of stress, of negativity, of you know just not knowing how the moment will go. But if you can practice just really putting yourself in that moment in the past of picturing yourself reliving it, basically, thinking about it in your mind and thinking about what you were surrounded by, the people, the colors, the place you were at. And if you can put yourself in that moment, you can draw upon that feeling a lot more. Instead of just thinking back to, okay, last time I ran 10 miles, I felt good. But if you can really picture yourself in your brain, running, put yourself in your shoes, running and seeing where you were and how you were breathing, and then crossing that finish line or stopping and feeling how good it was, and you live in that moment, that feeling is going to come to the present. And this has a little bit to do with NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. It's a little bit about using your brain in the past and really living in that moment and bringing that emotion back. But it's also something that is extremely, extremely important and can actually really help you stay motivated. So next time you're going through something tough, next time you don't feel motivated, think about really how it feels when you were done, right? So number two, when you're going through this stuff and you're not really sure if you can make it through and you're losing that motivation, just imagine how good it's going to feel at the end. Live in that moment. Really draw upon that emotion for your motivation. Number three, number three is when all else fails. Breathe deeply. Now, a couple weeks ago when I went to Columbus, Ohio for the Summit of Greatness, I heard Jay Shetty speak. And Jay Shetty was an amazing speaker. And after, I actually listened to one of his podcasts. Now, for those of you who don't know, Jay Shetty was a former monk. And basically, in this podcast, he said the very first thing that he learned during monk training was how to control his breath. He was taught that no matter where he was or what happened to him throughout his life, the only thing that ever stayed with him from the moment he was born to the moment he dies, the only thing is his breath. And this is so true, right? Because when we have these stressors or reactions, we have that breath. And that breath may change. You know, the tempo of your breathing changes. If you're stressed, you're going to breathe a lot more heavy, a lot more fast. But if you can control your breath, you can actually change the chemistry in your brain and body. And you can allow yourself to draw on that motivation to calm down, relax, be more in the present, and push through those tough times. Now, the actual science behind this is when you breathe more, this oxygen floods your body and your brain, and it calms down the part of your brain that's known for the more primal reactions, right? The part of your brain that draws on more emotions. So if you're feeling stressed, you're going to succumb to that. But when you breathe, it kind of turns that part of the brain down, and you don't rely on it that much. So what is the exercise, right? Instead of just saying breathe deeply, I want to give you some actual breathing tips that you can do. So an actual exercise. So what you do is when you're feeling stressed or when you don't have motivation or when you're going through something tough and you want to push through, inhale deeply for a count of six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Hold it for a count of two. One, two. Then exhale for a count of six. 
and completely empty your lungs on the exhale. One, two, three, four, five, six. So if you can right now, we're going to do it right now. I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to count you off, but let's go through the exercise. So inhale deeply for a count of six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Hold for a count of two. One, two. Exhale for a count of six, completely emptying your lungs. Three, four, five, six. And basically you do that three times. That's it. All you have to do is do this breath sequence for three times, any time throughout the day. This exercise for three times, what is that? 12, 14 seconds per round. So that's 28, 42 seconds. I hope that math is right. 42 seconds is what it takes to lower your blood pressure, increase the oxygen in your body, and increase your ability to think and react thoughtfully instead of out of panic and emotion. So your breath is super, super important to understand. It's super important to learn how to really control, to take a step back when you're in these stressful situations and get in the moment and breathe a little more deeply, get some more oxygen in you. And if you can do this, this is going to help you push through a lot more as well. So number three, when all else fails, breathe deeply. And then the final thing that you can do out of the four things that Navy SEALs use to stay motivated is to cheer yourself on. Now, most of us have one of two voices in our heads when we're going through these moments, right? One is a more positive voice, so it's cheering you on. Yeah, you got this. Let's go. Keep going. You got this. Keep killing it. And then one is a more discouraging or critical voice. You know, this is tough. I don't think I can do this. I'm not sure about myself. But what the Navy SEALs are taught to do is to create their own cheering section, right? So to mentally take the time to have their own voice say, you can do it. This is easy. Forget that mistake. Focus on the next shot. Focus on getting it better. And throughout this training, they're constantly cheering themselves on. It's basically while they're in the process of doing it. Instead of saying, you know, this is terrible. This is exhausting. I'm tired. How long is this going to go on for? Right? So instead of listing their troubles, they're going on the other side of that. And they're listing everything that feels good. Now, remember... This process isn't about being reasonable, right? Because if you're being reasonable, you're going to succumb to your thoughts and your emotions. This process is about being successful. If you're playing in a soccer game and your team is getting their butt kicked, what would happen if your coach was saying, you know, ah, man, all right, it's over. This is too hard. We can't do it. You have to cheer yourself on, right? What if your parents in the audience were saying, oh, man, the game's over. You know, you might as well quit. You know, you're not doing too well, right? The people who are most important to you in your life and the people who want to see you win and the people who are really going to root for your success and allow you to push yourself are the people who are cheering you on. You know, it's your parents and your coach that are saying, you know, it's tough right now, but we got this. We're going to change our strategy a little bit and then we're going to go out there and crush it. You know, we're going to turn the tables on them completely. This is our quarter. This is our half. We got this. And when you push yourself in these situations and you mentally take the time to cheer yourself on, it's going to be difficult at first. It is. If you're caught in the routine of having that negative voice in your head, it's going to take a while for you to replace that voice. But if you take the time to consistently remember this every time you're going through these moments and you take these moments and you start really, really making the effort to cheer yourself on, you're going to be able to replace that voice over time. That voice is going to start popping up in moments where usually the negative voice would come. So it's all about actually taking the time to cheer yourself on. 
right? Every single one of these habits are that. They're, they're things you have to turn into habits. They're not things that you can just do and then forget about and then have them change your life, right? You need to start creating moments in your life where you remember these four things and you start utilizing them, especially, especially if you're going through these tough moments, right? Because every single one of us have these moments in our life where things are tough, maybe we want to give up, maybe we're overly stressed, maybe we don't have motivation, But if we can remember these four things, we're going to push through. We're going to be able to slowly build these habits time after time after time. And if we do build these habits, we're going to be mentally unstoppable. Because if this is what the SEALs can use to make it through Navy SEAL training, you know, honestly, I think you can use it to get through that diet. Or I think you can use it to start waking up early, right? It's about that mental stamina and doing it time after time after time after time and building that habit. So again, those four habits are number one. Focus on right now. Make that a short-term goal setting. I just got to get through this moment. I got to do this. That's it. That's all I got to do. That's all I'm focusing on. Number two, imagine how good it will feel. Actually take yourself back mentally to a time where you did something that will kind of bring the same feeling and focus on that feeling. Focus on how good it is and really, really feel it in your body. You know, don't just think about it, but really imagine and feel how good it will feel. Number three, when all else fails, breathe deeply, focus on that breath. And this is a good thing because it really helps take you in that moment. It helps you live in the present, but breathe in for six seconds, hold it for a count of two, exhale for six seconds, do that three times, and that's going to drastically change the chemistry in your body. And number four, cheer yourself on, you know, be your own personal cheerleader where you can say, I got this. I'm doing this. That's it. No one's going to tell me otherwise. I can control this. I got this. And if you do those four things, and if you can pick one to start doing in those moments where you maybe don't feel so motivated, maybe things aren't really going your way, you can absolutely, absolutely crush it. So guys and girls, that is the four things Navy SEALs use to stay motivated. This was a super, super fascinating topic for me because I've always been interested with Navy SEAL training, you know, all the movies and TV shows and documentaries that show just how difficult it is really, really blows my mind. I actually have a buddy right now who was going through Navy SEAL training and, you know, it's so funny because in high school he was the quiet kid. He's a lot smaller than most kids, but I know he's absolutely crushing it. So shout out to you, Kyle. Besides that, that is it. I want to do the question of the week this week. So the question of the week this week is what is one thing out of these four? Which is the one that you use now to stay motivated? And if you don't use any of the four, what do you use to stay motivated? You know, do you use videos? Do you use audio? Do you use affirmations? What do you do? How do you stay motivated? Hit me up on Instagram and let me know. Personally, for me, I would say I ask myself the question, you know, what would it feel like if I didn't do this thing? So I kind of imagine how bad it will feel. It's like the inverse of imagining how good it will feel. But if I want to go to the gym in the morning, if I want to wake up early, if I want to do something, I always kind of imagine, you know, if I don't do this, I'm going to be hard on myself. I'm going to feel bad about this. And that kind of gets me into gear. So hit me up on Instagram with your answer at Early Risers Movement. Definitely check it out. Definitely hit me up. Say hello. If you have not already, head over to iTunes. Leave us a rating and review. But as always, guys and girls, I appreciate you. Keep killing it. And I will talk to you next time. 
Hey everybody, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Before we wrap it up, I do have a few things that I want to go over. Number one, if this episode provided you with any value that you can use to improve your life, all I ask is that you head over to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. It will take a minute or two and it will help the show get ranked higher, which means more listeners, which means more people to get my message out to. So if you go over to iTunes and do that, it would mean the world to me. Next, if you are an entrepreneur or just anyone who values their time and you want to drastically improve your productivity, reduce your stress, and even increase your happiness, there should be a link in the show notes to apply for a free one-on-one call with myself. I would love to talk about how creating morning, daytime, and nighttime routines can all lead to an increase in your success. Thirdly, if you find that you're starting your day by pressing the snooze button, make sure you check the show notes for the link to grab your free copy of the Snooze Stopper. Now, all you have to do is pay shipping and handling for this workbook, but in this workbook, I share exactly why pressing the snooze button is leaving you more tired, why it's hurting your mindset, and even affecting your confidence. So if you press snooze right now, if you are late all the time because you press snooze, or maybe you just want to improve your life in some way, make sure you check the link out for that as well. And finally, if you are interested in supporting the show in another way, I do have a patron page. Patron is a system that allows listeners to support creators by pledging a certain amount of money per month. It can be as low as a dollar, and everything helps me make this a better show. When you pledge, there are certain reward levels, each that come with certain perks for you. So if you're interested in supporting the Early Risers podcast, you can check the show notes for that link as well. With all that being said, guys and girls, I appreciate you. Keep killing it as always, and I'll talk to you next time.